I'm Amber Peterson, and you're listening to Mamas and Money, Episode 56, The Power of Yes and No. Did you know that creating confidence with your money will change your life? My name is Amber Peterson. I'm a mother, licensed financial professional, and a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And if you're ready, let's take this journey together. Welcome, friends. I am so excited for you to be here today. And we're going to be talking about the power of yes and no. Now, this is a power we use every single day of our lives, especially when it comes to money. And that power that you use and you wield every single day can help you create the financial journey that you enjoy that's going to help you move forward and create the life that you want. So let's go ahead and get started. And the first place I want to start with this is talking about money advice. You can get advice about money anywhere. (laughs) We could go onto the internet right now and search money and you would get all sorts of advice and information about money in all different sources. Now, those sources can be very helpful to you to gather information to help you make a money decision, learning about concepts around money, different ideas of how to use your money strategies of what could benefit you and also specific financial products are just some of the many things you can learn about money. And this information can be very, very beneficial because you can take all that advice that experts in their field know about. You can learn about that and decide, are these different things they're sharing going to help me and what I'm trying to create? Especially if you're feeling that your money knowledge is not very strong or that you would like to learn different things around money or strategies and concepts that can only enhance your decisions around money. You also may look to friends, to family, to peers who have been in money situations as well and are willing to share their advice and their experiences. This can be very helpful for us as well, because especially our family and our friends and Those we know and love want to share with us what can help us be successful with our money. They're also going to share some things they've they learned and maybe some experiences that they've had. And that's why they're sharing it with you to help you make better money decisions. And that's often a lot of the advice that we get is from our loved ones who want to help us. Now, something I want to ask and I want you to consider is Do you seek your own advice with money? We just talked about how we can go on the internet and find experts and all different opinions around money and advice and information. We also go to loved ones, family, friends, and those we know for their advice. How often do we seek our own? And I want to invite you to seek your own advice. Why? Why would we want to seek our own advice? Why could this be beneficial? Well, first of all, it's your money. And ultimately, you decide what you will do with it. Of course, if it's just you making financial decisions, then you'll probably just rely on your advice as well as all the advice you've learned. But of course, if you have a spouse or a partner, you're going to want to include them in these financial discussions because ultimately it will affect both of the lives you are trying to create and the one you're creating for the family that you're building. Your yes and no (laughs) in regards to money will be the most influential for your financial journey. Let's say you and your spouse or partner decide yes to something that's going to affect your journey with money. If you decide no to something, that's also going to affect your financial journey. 
And because you guys are making those decisions, you will experience all the outcomes of your money decisions. That's why I think it's so important to take your advice into account. What are your goals? What are your dreams? What life do you want to create? Because that may look different from the financial journeys of those around you. That may look different from the advice of financial advisors or financial professionals. That's why your voice is so important. Your decision is so important because it needs to fit with what you are trying to create and the outcomes that you want. Now, another thing that's always within your power as well, especially as you're going out to seek advice and get information, is that you can allow the beliefs, advice, and even evaluation of others influence your money decision. So for example, let's say you have weighed your options, you've gotten lots of advice, information, and you would like to make the decision to leave your traditional job that has a steady paycheck and you want to build a business and become an entrepreneur where it's possible that you may not have a steady of an income, at least at the beginning. You might share this opportunity with others, maybe a loved one. They may give you advice that says, in my experience, you should always have a steady income. You shouldn't become an entrepreneur because you don't have steady income and that's not good with your money. Then you get to decide, are you going to take that advice and allow it to influence your decision? Now you might consider it and say, yeah, you know, they have a really good point. If I don't have a steady income that will affect my money journey, do I want to stay with my job? You might also hear their advice and say, you know, that's really good advice. I really, really appreciate this, but I've already weighed all my options and I've weighed what I want to create in my life. And I still want to become a business owner and entrepreneur. You get to decide. So you get to decide if that's advice you will take, if that's advice you will consider, and you can still make the decisions you want to with your money. Also, you might have someone that judges you or evaluates your decision with money and tell you about it. They might say, you know what? You made a terrible decision. Or they might say, you made an amazing decision. What we have to realize is if you feel good about your decision, if you've made that decision with you, and if you've made that decision, if you have a spouse or a partner, and that's a decision you want to make for the life you're creating, then you can decide that that's still the decision you want to make and you feel good about it. I love this picture. And if you're just listening in, just picture this. We have this sweet young woman who is looking at wedding dresses. And from the look on her face, it looks like she's found the one. <laughs> she's excited. And I picked this picture because I feel like this sometimes can encapsulate <laughs> advice from others and how our decision ultimately is going to win out because we can have people give us advice on a wedding dress. They might say, hey, this one looks nice. Oh, hey, this one's more affordable. This one looks best on you. They can give us all sorts of advice. But at the end of the day, it's a dress you are going to wear. And it's a dress that you get to decide if you love and you want to wear it and you feel good in it and that you've spent the amount of money you want to spend on it. That's ultimately your decision. And you get to decide how the advice of others and the information you've received weighs with your own decision. And I think bringing an awareness to that is so important because your advice is going to be the most influential because you're going to experience everything you make from your decision. So I invite you once again, seek your own advice. And if you feel like you're in a spot where your knowledge base, at least on money and ideas and concepts is not quite there and you want to improve that, go seek that advice, get that information. 
So then you can decide what is best for you and what you want to create. So what can yes and no do for you? They can do lots of different things. And really the yes and no, especially when it comes to your financial decisions, is a choice to move toward your goals in the life you want to create or further away from your goals in the life you want to create. Because ultimately that's what they do. They can help you achieve what you want, or they may be a good learning experience (laughs) in realizing maybe that's not exactly what I wanted in the life I wanted to create. I put these different questions on here just to consider yes to savings, no to savings. And this is really going to incorporate, okay, what are your goals with money? What is the life you want to create? There might be times in your life. So say, for example, your next paycheck comes in. Let's say you and your partner have decided, hey, we we want to build an emergency fund because when we have an emergency fund, we are so much more calm. We feel secure. We can meet our challenges better. We're able then to use our money in different ways to give and to serve because we know that we have an emergency fund in place. And if that is a life you want to create, when that paycheck comes in, you say, yes, we're going to take a portion of this and put it into our savings because that's creating what we want. Now, that same situation may come up, let's say in a couple months and an emergency occurs and those funds and savings were used for that emergency. And you might say, hey, we have this new situation. Even though we have such a firm belief and we want to save, we're also dealing with this immediate issue that we want to take care of, this immediate emergency. So we may say no to savings right this moment because we're dealing with this emergency. And then we'll continue to say yes to savings afterwards. Now, this is all something you get to decide. You get to say, yes, we're doing savings all the time. You could say, no, we're not doing savings. (laughs) It's completely up to you. What you need to decide if those decisions are helping you create what you want. Isn't that amazing? Once again, you're going to get advice from everywhere, but ultimately the decisions you make are going to benefit you or you will learn from them. Yes to debt, no to debt. You and your partner may have very differing views of this. You might even have differing views from time to time. (laughs) We might say yes to certain kinds of debt. We might say no to certain kinds of debt. For example, we might say, yes, I want to get secondary education or university degree. I'm willing to say yes to that, even though it can be a larger amount of debt, because I want to have an education. I want to learn certain skills. Let's say you want to be a lawyer. You say, that's what I want to get that. I need to get certain skills and designations and education to get that. So it's worth it for me to go into debt to become a lawyer. Now, we may also say no to debt. So for example, if we're out and a friend invites us to dinner, hey, we want to go to this really nice restaurant and it's going to cost this much money. And you might say, oh, you know what? I don't have that money in my bank account. I don't want to go into debt or put it on a credit card to go out to dinner. You might have to say, no, that's something I don't want to do. How about we eat in instead? That choice of yes and no that you make every single day helps you create what you want. Also, yes to spending, no to spending. I think this one can be the most overlooked, especially if it's small purchases. Once again, every day we're using this power of yes and no to decide what we're going to spend our money on. Maybe it's groceries for the family. Maybe it's clothes that the family needs or we need. Maybe it's in paying our bills. 
It could be in activities and it can become very unconscious. We just figure out, we got to pay that. We got to pay that. We got to pay that. But just realize that you always have that power to choose. If you say yes to a sport your child wants to do, what is that creating for you and your family? Is that creating what you want? If you say yes to eating out as a family, is that creating what you want? If you say no to eating out, is that creating what you want? If you're saying no to a sports activity, is that creating what you want? And just knowing that each decision you make, whether it's a yes or a no, is contributing to what you're creating. What about yes to waiting, no to waiting? I think this one's so interesting because it can really affect our ability to wait. And it can also affect how we feel about a purchase. If we see an outfit, for example, that we really like, we might say, even though I love that, I'm going to wait on that for a little bit. We might say, no, I'm going to get it right now. But each of those decisions are going to affect where we are at with our money and what we're creating. I think consequences, because <laughs> we always have consequences to our choices, whether it's yes, whether it's no, we have consequences. And I think consequences sometimes get a, it's a little bit of a bad rap because <laughs> we might look at consequences as negative. Consequences just basically are the results that we're creating. And the consequences can serve you or they may not serve you as well. And we get the opportunity to learn from them. So for example, if we choose to spend money on eating out, we might have the consequence of, you know, not having to do the dishes. We had a nice meal prepared, but we have the consequence that we don't have as much money in our bank account. Or if we decided to put it on debt, we have more money on debt that we owe somebody else. If we make a choice, now this isn't necessarily money related, but if we make a choice, as I'm going to go eat five bowls of ice cream. The consequence of that could be a tummy ache. It could be that you're feeling sick afterwards. It could be that you're feeling sluggish and don't want to do anything. So there are consequences because of our decisions. And that's the same with money. Money sometimes can be a delayed reaction, if you will. So for example, if we put money on a credit card, we're going to debt and we're using someone else's money. We may not see the consequence of that until next month. Let's say we go out to eat on a credit card. Then we might see the following month, a bill due saying, hey, not only do you need to pay for that meal, but we also charge you for using our money. So we might not see that immediate consequences like we would if we ate five bowls of ice cream. And we might notice with that consequence, oh, you know, maybe that consequence isn't as great 30 days later because you had the enjoyment of eating 30 days before, but now you have the bill due 30 days later. It's also something we can learn from to see if that's serving you. Now, I want to give you some things that can help you trust your decision around money and help you make those yes and no decisions. Now, like I said earlier, if you're feeling like your understanding of money or your learning of money isn't quite there for you to make all the money decisions that you want, always gather advice. You can get that information, whether it's from trusted advisors and experts whether it's from family and friends, whether it's just you doing research on different concepts, gather that advice to help you make those decisions. Take information from your previous choices and outcomes. So if you made a previous decision, once again, let's say it was spending money on a credit card to go out to eat, and you saw the consequence of that decision where you go, oh, not only do I have to pay for my meal, but it's more expensive because I have fees on the credit card, Maybe that's a decision I don't want to make going forward. Maybe I don't want to spend money on my credit card because I didn't like the outcome. Those are also things that you can learn from and take into account. 
I think this is such a powerful question you can ask yourself anytime you're pondering yes or no, whether it's to spend, to save, to invest. You can always ask yourself, is this aligned with my goals and what I want to create? Is spending money on eating out, is that aligned with what I want to create in my life? Sometimes it might be yes, sometimes it might be no, but it does give us the ability to just stop and ponder for a minute. I want to say yes to this, or you know what? Maybe I don't want to say yes to this. Maybe I'm going to wait. And I think that's what's so powerful is that you can decide then if this is going to create what you want. Now, I also want to address that we tend to choose what's best for us with what we know. We take all the information we have at the time and we make a decision on what we know and understand. Now, what I think can be so helpful there is that honoring your decision, taking responsibility for it, no matter what the outcome, especially if it doesn't turn out the way we want. We might say, okay, we're taking all this information about getting an education. We might look at, here's the cost of the school I want to go to. These are the things I want to take as far as my courses. This is where I'm going to stay. We could go through all of this information. I want to make this decision. This feels right and good to me. And you make that decision. Down the road, you get your degree from that education and you can't find the job that you want. It is really easy at that time to then say, oh, I made a terrible decision. I don't know how to use my money and I should have never gone to school and I should have gotten that degree because now I can't get the job I want. Now that's an option (laughs) if you want to look at it that way. But I think what might be more constructive is saying, you know what? I went with the information I had at the time and I felt good with it. And yeah, I made that decision. And now today I have knowledge about how to be a lawyer. I was able to make great connections. I was able to have a great experience, not just with learning, but in all different areas, like maybe in your emotional experience and your connections you made with people and the overall time that you got to have looking at that decision and saying, Hey, I made that decision in good faith. And what have I gained from that? And now how can I use that information to move forward? Maybe the right job for me or the, the one job that I wanted isn't available, but maybe there's another job out there that's going to serve me. So I think there's something so freeing about respecting and honoring your decision, even if it doesn't always turn out the way we want. And that really goes along with this last one of have compassion with yourself, no matter the outcome. Okay. So you got an education, didn't get you the exact job you wanted. That's okay. Maybe there's something else in store for you. And I think that is so beneficial because then when you make decisions with money, you don't have to beat yourself up over the outcome or fear the outcome. Just can say, yep, I made that decision. And I know I've got my back going forward that if things don't work out as well as I want them to, I got me and it's going to be okay. And I will still learn what I needed to learn to move forward to create then from that point now learning more and gaining more experience, another decision I can make to help me have the life that I want. And as we conclude today, I wanted to share this quote with you. I thought it was beautiful. It's by the very famous anonymous. (laughs) And it says, be bold enough to use your voice, brave enough to listen to your heart and strong enough to live the life you've always imagined. Your voice is so important. The advice you give you is so important. Having that bravery to make those decisions and to honor those, even if they don't turn out the way that we want and being willing to keep making those decisions and learning from them to live the life you've always imagined. I am so grateful. I get to share this information with you. 
And if you ever have questions, you can reach me by email or by my website. I would love to help you create the life that you love with your money journey. I hope you have a beautiful day and a beautiful week. And we'll talk to you next time. You are already working hard for your money. Imagine your money working hard for you. Imagine the freedom you'll have from not worrying constantly about your finances, enjoying the decisions you make with your money, and finally taking control of where your money goes instead of wondering where it went at the end of every month. I know this is possible for you, and I want to help you make that happen. Head on over to amberpetersoncoaching.net forward slash courses where we will work together to help you create a life that you love with your money. Also, if you're finding this podcast to be helpful, please subscribe. That way you will never miss an episode to help you create confidence with your money. Have a beautiful week.